Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store for everything you need in the palm of your hands to, to build your winning DFS lineups. I am on Twitter at BD Entrick. My co-host is Twitter, as always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Say it, don't spray it, bub. Jeez. Uh, yep. It's, uh, it's what getting you told late. Me, what you told me before the show is coming true already. It's uh, it's getting <laughs> late here for yes. us. But this, is, uh, uh, this DFS show is going to be fun, man. Uh, I'm ready to rock it. Let's roll. 11 games slate with four teams on by plus Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night football. So we got 11 games to break down and there's only like two totals over 50. It's going to be a wild one, Bogman, a very, very wild one. We start things off Arizona at the San Francisco 49ers. Arizona heads in there with a banged up Kyler Murray, but they are one and a half point favorites over under 45 and a half. How do you see this one playing out? Look, I, I don't, there's not a ton to love here, I think. Um, you know, Kyler Murray's banged up with the ankle, so I'm just, I'm flat out not paying for him. You know, uh, he's not practicing this week, so if he gets in there, it's going to be a mini miracle. I don't think it's an actual miracle, but uh, it, it's going to be real close to game time before we figure him out. So I'm just not screwing with him. Um, Jimmy G is not bad at 57 and 72, specifically on DK. I like that price against the Cardinals secondary, which, you know, I've not been quite about not liking. I think I'd rather go with James Conner, play the touchdown upside. Uh, Eli Mitchell is in play at 51 and 78, 71 as well. Uh, so I like him. Hopkins a little banged up. Don't want to mess with him. Don't like any of the other Arizona wideouts, specifically A.J. Green. Turn around, you dumbass. Uh, Debo Samuel at 78 and 8,000 in play every single week, even though it's expensive. Guy's just been going ham. Every single time out there, uh, Ertz is expensive now, so I don't really want to mess with him. Not going Kittle off the IR, so I think really the only plays that I like in this game are I like the price on Jimmy G, Connor for the touchdowns, Eli, and anytime you want to pay up for Debo, I'm game. Yeah, not a ton I want in this one either. But we're on a lot of the similar plays. Eli Mitchell, I think, is gonna be very popular, especially on DK at 58. You know, 71 on Fanduel is a you know a little different, but still not bad because he's. Going to get a ton of touches. That's one thing we're going to be locked in with him on when something crazy happens. So I think he's very much in play, especially at DK price. Uh, you, you mentioned Debo, always worth the price the way they're going. The only kind of contrarian angles I would look at if you're looking for some, a little bit of savings, I guess. Brandon Ayuk in a tournament, maybe. He got used mm-hmm. a lot more this past week, and hopefully that's something to come. But you're still playing with fire that he resorts back to nothing. He's only 41 on DK, 55 on FanDuel. So that could be like a cheap tournament play if you want to feel like a little risky there. And then Zach Ertz, if you're looking at tight end, if it's a if it's a rough tight end, look for you. Like last week we talked about it was all cheap tight ends basically getting all the points. But Ertz is a big part of this offense, especially as you get closer to the red zone. 47 on DK, 55 on FanDuel, especially FanDuel's price is very cheap for Zach Ertz. I think that brings some play as well in this game. But, you know, as a whole, not a game I'm loving, but we have seen these teams shoot it out in the past. So you, you can't really count that out as well. So it could be an interesting game, but not one I'm in love with. Atlanta taking on New Orleans, Taysom Hill, Simeon, who knows, but New Orleans minus six over (laughs) under 42 in this one, Bogman. I know you liked the under in this one, so you must not like a lot in this game. There's not a lot. Yeah, look, 
if it's Taysom, I like that price at 5,500 against Atlanta's defense. So, but you know, if, 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 if some butts was candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Tell them that. So, uh, I don't oh. know if that's actually going to happen. Uh, anytime you want to play, pay up for Camara, I'm game. Um, Patterson is fine at 63 and 7,000. I think Mike Davis could be sneaky at 4,700 just because he's so cheap. He just should see the field a lot. But I think my favorite play in this game is probably going to be Traquan Smith at 4,400 bucks. We saw him score a touchdown last week. His snap percentage went up from 55% to 63%. Five more snaps. Only guy that outsnapped him at wideout was Callaway. And I think they're going to be on the field together a bunch. Other than that, I hate this game. Uh, you can pay up for pits if you want. Uh, New Orleans defense maybe pay for, but I hate this game. Yeah, it's not it's not a pretty game. I do like the over in this game because I just don't really trust any defense, especially Atlanta's defense. So the way I see it, like Hill for his leg upside, I guess. Personally, I'd like Simeon in this game if, if you want to do like a mini stack of some sort, as we talked about in uh, the recap show when you look at the, the winning lineups. You don't have to run it back. You can do like a, a two to three man Saint stack and don't even care about the, the Falcons if you don't want to. But if you want to be contrarian, like Simeon, we could see maybe getting a two to three touchdowns, throwing for 250. Wouldn't be shocked at all. He's 5,400 on DK, 7,000 on FanDuel. That's very, very cheap. Like he's not a cash game play by any means, but you could get a cheap stack with him. You mentioned Traquan Smith doing something along those lines um, and making something happen. That could be an option. Uh, I'm not saying you have to, but it could be an interesting option. I think Cordero Patterson at 63 on DK and 7,000 on Vandal still very much in play, preferably on DK with the PPR format. He's going to get utilized all over the field. Like, that's just one of those deals. Accept it and run with it. Uh, I like the Mike Davis call, much more involved without Ridley out there. So it's like a game that you don't love, but there's a lot of pieces that can put up some fantasy points. That's for yeah. sure. So it's kind of like if you listen to the showdown uh, show we did, you might not like Mike White, but you can like some of the PPR receivers because they're going to get theirs. And that's where it gets interesting. So maybe you do like a two-man stack of, you know, Cordero Patterson and Traquan Smith and just walk away and see how right. that goes. <laughs> Something like that. It's cheap. You get a couple pieces. If they pop off, it's great. So I, I don't hate those kind of angles, angles to the game. Not really looking to invest and go all in. Like Pitt's got a discount, but he's going to be the wide receiver one now, and you know what that brings. So that brings on some big, the best defensive player on the field at all times. That makes things tricky. Buffalo at Jacksonville. Buffalo minus 14 and a half road favorites over under 48 and a half. We just stacking up the bills and walking away. What are we doing, Boggs? I mean, you can, but here's the thing is that I fear wholesale changes in this game. You know, uh, there's a couple of these games we've mentioned with these gigantic spreads that, you know, that's something you fear in college. You fear like, well, hey, look, Alabama is playing Georgia Southern. So, if your guy doesn't get it in the first half, they're going to bring in all the backups in the second half. Rarely happens in the NFL, but this feels like one of those games, right? We could definitely see Mitch Trubisky since he wasn't traded. So um, wouldn't be shocked. So I'm kind of off on uh, the bills for the most part because of that. I mean, if you wanted to play a wide receiver here, Diggs or Sanders, uh, Beasley has a rib thing. So I'm not really in on him. But actually, I kind of like some pieces in Jacksonville. And it's the guys that are getting the targets here. Uh, you know, Jamal Agnew at 4,300. Dude just gets targets. But my favorite play in this entire game, and look, we have told you about some good tight end options. Dan Arnold at 3,400, 5,100 on, on FanDuel. Yep. That's my favorite play in this game is to, you know, we, we told you about, about Ricky Seals-Jones, 
earlier this season. We were on Dawson Knox before he exploded. So uh, Dan Arnold just keeps getting these targets. He seems to be Trevor's safety blanket. He's going to be my favorite play in this game. Yeah, I'm with you. He was 2800 bucks on DK last week. We were all over him last week. He got seven or eight targets, blew it up. Um, that's not going to change. Each week he's been getting heavily targeted. It's getting more and more because, like you said, he's the safety blanket for Trevor Lawrence. So I think it's a phenomenal play, especially with them likely throwing a lot, playing from behind. Love the call on Dan Arnold. I think it's a great one. You can mix it with, uh, with Agnew as well at 43. It's like I'd like to stack it with, with uh, Lawrence at 54, but it's just – Man, I, I tried that stack last week in Seattle. It was so bad. You know, you're supposed to have short-term memory in DFS. <laughs> I get it. So if you want to go with with a, another cheap stack of Lawrence and Agnew and Arnold, you can. I get it. But part of me would rather go Josh Allen and, like, go with a, a Diggs or go back to Sanders coming off nothing or, or a, a Cole Beasley, something along those lines, and then come back with a Dan Arnold or something if you want to. That's kind of where I'd lean. But don't sleep on Cole Beasley for cheap. He's going to still get his. Emmanuel Sanders disappointed everybody last week. This was the week to get back on the bus there <laughs> at low ownership. So that's kind of where I'd look in this game. Cincinnati hosting the Cleveland Browns in this one. Nice AFC North divisional matchup. Cincinnati minus two and a half over under 46 and a half. Bogman, we stacking up here? Or no. I think you can stack up Cincinnati here if you want. And I know they're coming off the loss to the Jets and everything, but that's on the defense. That has nothing to do with the offense. The offense was good for them. Uh, Joe Burrow did take a couple shots in that game, but he's going to be fine. Uh, Joe Mixon at 71 and 74, expensive, but you can pay for him. Anytime, you know, Chase and Debo are kind of the same guy to me. Like if you want to take them at their price, do it. 76 and 79 for him. I think my favorite one is probably Higgins at 53 and uh, 66. Probably my favorite buy in this game, along with the Cincinnati defense against Cleveland, because Cleveland is just beat to a tar right now. 29 and 3,800 for Cincy. I like that. Uh, and they're going to want to prove something coming off that bad beat down by Magic Mike last week. So, um, you know, if you want to go with Uzama, that's fine. I will have zero shares of Cleveland Browns. I'll say that. Yeah, I like the idea of going Joe Mixon with the Cleveland defense. Or I mean, the Cincinnati defense. I got a really, really good one to go with the old running back defense stack. That could be an angle there. Or like you said, I think Burrow to Mixon to either Higgins or Chase could be a nice little stack as well. If you want to stay cheap, you go to Higgins. If you want the ceiling play, you go to Chase. Um, we're seeing a lot more of those quarterback, running back, wide receivers that a quarterback, two receiver sets uh, that are that are being successful. So I think that's definitely an angle to, angle to go to because I think Mixon's going to get his in the running game and in the passing game. So don't sleep on him if you are stacking up Cincinnati. I think he's a very strong play this week. That's why Mixon and the defense or Mixon with Burrow and one of the two big receivers, I think it's very, very live in this game. The only the only Brown I would look at, and I pretty much with Bogdan's, I don't want one, is Jarvis Landry at 5100 bucks on DK59 on FanDuel. Are you going to tell him to in, catch the ball this week? Well, in games without OBJ, since OBJ has been a Brown, I think the lowest target share – Landry's has like 23%. Like he's mainly like a high 20s, low 30 plus. We should have had 50% last week if he'd catch the damn football. True. So. Like, well, it's a new week, as they say. It it's is. a new week. So we'll see um, how this one goes. I'd be the only guy I'd look at. He's very, very affordable. Denver heads into Dallas for a early Sunday morning beatdown. Dallas minus 10. <laughs> one of the higher totals, though, Bogman, over under 49 and a half. Let's get our Dallas on, huh? 
Yeah, I think you could stack uh, both sides of this game if you want. It, you know, because it's not like uh, Dallas's secondary is fantastic. So, and they might be down Trayvon Diggs. We'll see. I think he's going to play, but uh, we'll see. So, Dak at sixty nine and se- uh, seventy nine. Uh, we've got Teddy at fifty three and seventy one are good buys. Anytime you want to play Zeke, I'm into it. Javante or Melvin Gordon, I would take the cheaper option here, which is Javante at forty eight and uh, fifty eight. Uh, Lamb Cooper went ham last week, and his price didn't come up an insane amount 57 to 69. That's a good price, way too cheap. He's probably my favorite buy here. Uh, Cortland Sutton at 59 is another good buy. I don't care who's on him, Brown, Diggs, don't matter to me. Give me Sutton. I think that was a big mistake that Denver made last week trying to force feed Judy coming off the IR. Get the ball to Cortland Sutton. And he should be able to torch digs deep too. Um, didn't score my touchdown last week, so I'm a little bitter, you know. But uh, we'll see. Judy is a good price too at five thousand and fifty-eight. Uh, Aquabunum with no Noah Fant is a good one at twenty-six hundred and forty-five hundred as well. And uh, I think that's uh, well Schultz at forty-eight if you wanted to pay. But I'd rather go with a cheap tight end. Yeah, I like the Dak to Cooper to potentially Lamb uh, stack for sure. I think that's a very very strong, but just. Dak and Cooper for sure. I like that a lot. Cooper's too cheap. He's basically a cash game play at 57 on DK 69 on FanDuel. Um, the, the Denver side was weird when Judy came back. It was almost like an even target chair between Judy, Patrick, and Sutton. We expected, you know, maybe Patrick to take a back seat potentially or something to happen. They basically distributed it pretty similarly. Like it didn't change a ton. So that kind of leaves it up for grabs and tournaments this week. There's really no one go-to guy. We think it's still going to be Sutton like you mentioned, but there's options there. The last thing I'll mention, though, is we talked about Dan Arnold being the guy. If you just want to punt, though, Alberto, play Alberto. Yeah. At 2,600 on DK, 45 on FanDuel. You can say Aqua Boonum. Aqua Boonum. It's like Aqua Velva. That's right. Um, I think he's a phenomenal punt this week. I think he might be popular. I think in cash, you just play him and say, screw it. That's what I'm rolling with. He's going to get his, especially in the red zone. He's a receiving tight end, for sure. He is a phenomenal play in this game without no offense. So, like, even if you want to go, like, um, Dak, Cooper, and Aqua Boonum, that's a very affordable stack that lets you do things elsewhere. But bottom line, Aquabunum cash game tournaments. He's your punt tight end of the week. Green Bay at Kansas City. Boo. We have um, <laughs> Kansas City's now minus seven and a half. Thanks to Uncle COVID showing up in the Green Bay locker room over under 48 Bogman. Like we keep saying the Chiefs should wake up one day, but I just don't know anymore. Yeah, look, I'm good. I didn't even have Jordan Love on here when I made this sheet. So don't know what his price is, but I know it's going to be cheap, and I like him this week against this Chiefs horrific secondary so far. You know, they started – Gary and I talked about this on our IDP podcast earlier this week uh, because I looked, and I'm like, I thought Juan Thornhill was getting the run, but he played like 60, and and Sorensen played 40. It was somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe a little more, a little less. But um, Gary was like, well, Juan Thornhill cannot tackle. And Sorensen can't cover. So they have a real problem uh, in that spot. So, uh, you know, anyone can pass on the Chiefs. Uh, I think their, their uh, corners aren't fantastic either. Don't want to mess with the running backs because you want Williams. Do you want Gore? I don't know. Screw it. I'm not, I'm not messing with it. Aaron Jones in play. I know you like A.J. Dillon. 46 and 52 is a great price mm-hmm. for him this week. I'm in on Nicole Hardman at 39 and 54. I think that's an amazing price for him. Anytime you want to play Tyreek, I'm okay with it. Um, don't really want to mess with too much. You know, Adams is too expensive without Rogers. Uh, Cobb and MVS, I'm not trusting. Kelsey's been bad the last couple weeks, not playing him. So really, my plays are going to be 
Jones, Dylan, either quarterback, Mahomes or uh, Love and Hardman and Tyreek. So. There's actually a lot of value in this game. I haven't pulled up Fando, but on DraftKings, Jordan loves only $4,400 if you're mm-hmm. feeling frisky. I'm not yeah. saying it's a must, but that's basically free. Dude can so, run a little too. He can run a little, and you know, they're going to still, he's not, they're going to try not to pass a lot, but he's going to know the offense. So, again, similar to like I said about Simeon or something, if he can get you two to three scores and 250, like that's amazing at that price point. So, in a tournament, I can see the appeal. Uh, Derek Gore is only $4,000. <laughs> just gonna say if he gets yeah. 10 plus, if he gets 10 plus touches again i uh, that's a great price tag that's yeah, a phenomenal price tag so it's just one of those deals i love aj dylan talked about him on the showdown last week he got a bunch of carries again this is a game they're going to want to slow down they're going to want to run the ball as much as possible i'm seeing 15 plus touches again from dylan 4600 on dk 52 on Fanduel. love the price tag if he finds his way into the end zone big play so i like that a lot I agree Hardman's too cheap, especially 39 on DK. That's a good tournament play. I believe it's a Travis Kelsey bounce back week because he's not – that they're going to see all the bulletin board stuff after last week. Problem is, is they've been garbage no matter what they see. And we just talked <laughs> about Arnold and Aquabuna, so I'm yeah. not paying for Travis Kelsey. But I get it because he's going to be much lower owned this week. If you want to get weird, I understand. I really do because I, I think it's a get-right spot. We saw we saw Ertz had some success first this Green Bay secondary. I could see Kelsey getting some too. So we'll see how that one plays out. Houston heads into Miami, where Miami is minus six and a half point home favorites over under 46. I like to stack up Tua and company this week. Yeah, look, uh, Tua, 58 and 73, good price here. Uh, Parker at 53 and 62, Waddle at 56 and 61. Um, you know, uh, I wish Will Fuller was back, but he's not yet. Brandon Cooks at 61 and 68 is a decent price. Gesicki at 49 and 65 is in play. Dolphins defense at 31 and 43 is in play as well. That is all of the players that you can play in this game. Uh, I can't, I just can't stomach Gaskin. I can't stomach anything else on the Texans. that's not Brandon Cooks. So uh, to me, those are really your only options. Yeah. I like a Tua to Parker and Waddle stack. I'm on board with that. If you want to use some cooks, fine. If you just want to use the Dolphins defense, fine. The other play I'll mention, if you're playing in like 20, tur- a, a lot of lineups, or you're just in, want to get really different in a tournament, the way we saw this offense work without Mark Ingram could change from week to week. But if they're playing from behind like they will be, Rex Burkhead's in play. Just going to throw it out there. Yeah. 4300 bucks on DK, 5000 on FanDuel. He will be used in the passing. He had four carries last week. He had four targets, three catches. He found the end zone, which helped. But even without the end zone, he got you nearly eight DK points. He was only 4,000 last week. He's 43 this week. He's going to get probably close to 10-plus touches. And if he falls into the end zone, that's a phenomenal play. So if you want to be different in a tournament, there's a lot of weird value this week. There's a lot of weird value in these games. So you don't have to play these guys, but keep these guys on your radar as potential. You know, Playing from behind, Burkhead's going to get a lot of that peppered role like we saw in New England. We're going to see it here in Houston, so get ready for that as well. Do you want poison or the bullet? That's what I, I say when you're asking me if I have to play Rex Burkhead. Oh. Hey, 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 we'll see. We'll see. We'll have some fun with it. Um, Chargers at Philly talk about poison and bullets. Keep them away from the Philadelphia fans. Um, Chargers minus one and a half after that brutal game. Over under of 50, Bogman. What are you liking in this game? Well, I like the Chargers a lot to put up some points here and to prove that they're better than um, what they showed last week. So Herbert, Eckler, 
Allen, Williams, uh, you know, all those guys are in play for me. But I think my favorite play uh, of this game is going to be Boston Scott at 52 and 6,300. Chargers have the worst run defense in the NFL right now, giving up over 160 yards a game. So uh, I really like Boston Scott as the lead back for Philly in this one. Um, if you wanted to, you know, throw out a Jordan Howard or a Kenny Gainwell, be my guest. But I just think Scott is their guy. So uh, don't want any wide receivers. Don't want Jalen Hurts. Don't want anything else to do with Philly. Maybe Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Probably not, though. I, I like our cheap options here of Aqua Boonham uh, and a couple others. So uh, for me, it's just really Boston Scott and a Charger stack if you want. Yeah, like the only Eagles would be Hurts and Goddard, but it's it's not pretty. So in reality, I like, you know, you mentioned Herbert to Allen to maybe a Williams bounce back. I could see that being interesting. Or you just play some Austin Eckler with the Chargers defense because the Eagles, I think, are that bad. Um, it's a game. It's a total of 50. So in theory, like all the quote-unquote ways to play DFS, they say target the high totals. This feels like a, a, a screwy high total. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it like, does. I think we both took the under in this game. Yeah, we did. So um, I, it just doesn't make me all warm and fuzzy. I'd rather stack the Dolphins. Let's put it that way. That's not a homer in me. So not a pretty one to say the least. I got rather stack this next game. Las Vegas at the New York Giants. Vegas rolls into town as three-point road favorites in this game. Over under 46 and a half. I don't mind stacking either side in this one, Bogman. Yeah, I mean, I think I like uh, Raiders more than I like the Giants. Um, Car at 59 is a good price. 7500 on uh, FanDuel I think is a decent price. I want to tell you what wide receiver to play in New York, but who the hell knows who's actually going to show up and be on the field, right? Uh, one thing we know for sure is that Henry Ruggs won't be on the field. And yep. uh, look, I don't know how much him not being there adds to the other guys. I think it more takes away from the defense as a whole, but because uh, it's not like his four, they're going to split his four targets a game up <laughs> between six different guys. So, but I do like Brian Edwards in this game. Um, you know, decent price too, of 41 and 53. I think Renfro draws Bradbury who will give up some catches. So Renfro is a good price here at uh, 48 and 56 as well. Um, you know, I'm just not paying for Waller with what he's producing right now. Uh, I don't think Saquon's going to play. No, Saquon isn't going to play because they stuck him on the COVID list. Yep. Maybe Booker at 59 and 63. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a maybe at 62 and 72. But my favorite play here is probably Renfro and Edwards. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like if you want to go with some car with Renfro and Edwards, cool with that. Um, Danny Dimes, you can almost play him naked because he runs a lot. I could see that being interesting. If game day Sterling Shepard's healthy, I like him, but you just know he's one play away from going down again. Right. Darius Slayton can't catch anything, but he'd be the next man up. <laughs> um, I think honestly, Landry. Dante Pettis got hurt. Like, it's a mess. But um, we did see all of a sudden Evan Ingram show up. We like those cheaper tight ends, but maybe it's a two. <laughs> I hate saying it's a two tight end week, but maybe it's a two tight end week. Um, that could be in play as well. So this one is a game that watch the injury report on Sunday and maybe get some practice reports on Friday to see who's kind of, you know, it's taken over the roles in Oak or in Vegas as well. But this is a game I do like some scoring. So it's definitely one to keep in mind come Sunday that you can get some different plays at and uh, make some things happen. Minnesota heads into Baltimore as minus six. Uh, Baltimore's minus six point home favorites in this one. 
over under 49 and a half. This is one of my favorite games to stack this week. Bob. Absolutely. You can stack either side of this one too. My favorite play maybe of the week is Marquise Brown at 6,700. They got some slow ass players in the secondary in Minnesota. Brown should torch them. Remember that Detroit game where he torched everybody and dropped three balls. Yeah. I think this is the same type of deal except for hopefully he doesn't drop them this week. I can't guarantee that because I watched Marquise Brown play for too long to sit here and guarantee that it would be dumb of me. So, uh, but I do like him in this game. Uh, Lamar Jackson, anytime you want to play him, I'm good. Kirk cousins. I think, I think it's a good Kirk cousins, but I can't promise you that Uh cook is expensive, but always in play. Uh, look, Latavius Murray didn't practice today as we're recording this late on a Wednesday night. So if Freeman goes at 49 and 55, I think he could be a good price. Uh, I love the price of Thielen here. Um, Bateman is cheap. Watkins is cheap. Anytime you want to play Andrews into it, Conklin at 3000 is a nice cheap option. Lots to love in this game, Bob. Yep. Lots to love. Um, I love the, my favorite stack is Lamar to Hollywood to Bateman and it's affordable. So, I like that one a lot. I don't mind Cousins. I'm a big Cousins fan when it comes to this. Uh, I like the Freeman call if Murray misses for sure. But if I have to pick one of the two, I'm probably still going with Jefferson over Thielen. But either way, just fine. As in the end, they're scoring pretty similarly. So that's one to monitor as well. Like the tight end calls, like you mentioned. Coughlin at only 3K is not bad. But if you don't want to bring it back with any you know, Minnesota guys, Lamar to Hollywood to Bateman. Big fan of that stack. Like I'm going to have that one for sure this week and see what I can build around for that one. The final game on this 11-game slate, New England heads into Carolina's minus three-and-a-half-point road favorites in this one, over-under of a whopping 41, Scott Bogman. That screams at DFS fun. Damian Harris and <laughs> punch out. That's all I like here. DJ Moore maybe at 64 and 71, but I think there's uh, other guys in his price range that I would rather have. Patriots defense, 41 and 48 against Carolina could be, uh, yeah, but it's PJ Walker. So get it, um, get it. But uh, yeah, this is going to be an ugly one. Yeah. I'm going to go, but I I keep running with um, Damian Harris, 6k on DK 66 on FanDuel solid floor. He's maybe more cash game than tournament play, but he's got the tournament upside in a game like this where he can get 20 plus carries and just burst. So (laughs) kind of could be like that game we saw was the Houston game where he, had a couple touchdowns early, and then they ended up giving the ball to ta- uh, Taylor because they were just blowing the doors yeah, off the yeah. place. Uh, it could be one of those, potentially. But, uh, yeah, I think Harris is it. Otherwise, I'm with you. Not a whole lot for me either. Yeah. All right, that wraps up the 11-game DFS preview for the week. Bogman, real quick, uh, what were some of your favorite stacks for the week? Uh, stacks, look, either side of Baltimore and Minnesota, I, I think is a solid one. Um, uh, stack of the Chargers, it's expensive but it can work. You mentioned the mini Miami stack is decent. Um, uh, either side of Dallas or Denver, I think is stackable Cincy, And I think that's about it. Yeah. I love the Miami stack. Love the Dallas stack. Love the Baltimore stack. It's probably like closer to my top three on this slate. I think new Orleans is very interesting to Trevor Simeon plays. I might be just brain dead on that, but that's interesting. I like Cincinnati as well. So, those will be my main ones for now. We'll kind of have to watch a lot of the news. There's going to be a lot more news breaking this week. That makes things very, very complicated as we continue to try to navigate the minefield that is the NFL Week 9 schedule. But before we sign out, make sure you give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes or check us out on the Lion Star YouTube channel. Give it the old subscribe and thumbs up over there. 
And most importantly, follow Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar NFL because each and every week they tweet out the touchdown calls of the week from Bogman Sports, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. If our guy finds the end zone and you retweet it and you got chosen with one of us because three lucky people get paired with each one of us, you'll win some free swag. So, Bogman, week nine, who's your touchdown call of the week? I'm going to go with some nepotism here and take my cousin Bogman Scott, Boston Scott of the Philadelphia Eagles against that worst run defense in the NFL. Give me Boston Scott to score a touchdown. I like it. I can dig it. Um, that's that's It's fair. I'll give you that. What I'm going to go with, though, you got Boston Scott. I'm going to go to my favorite stack of the week. Give me Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. I almost get, took him, but I said I can't take a sooner Raven. I can't yes, do it. That was a double whammy for you. That's like yes. a double negative when you type. Um, <laughs> yes, but I'm going to go with Hollywood Brown. I really do think he has a monster. Him and Bateman. I think it's going to be very fun. Really, really fun. So that's going to be a good, good game there. You got Boston Scott, so don't mind that. I will see who Ryan Humphreys has. But, folks, buckle up. Download the app. It'll keep you updated on all the breaking news, all the latest news, all the way the projections change to help you build your winning lineups come Sunday morning. Plus, if you play college football, they got you covered there. You got NBA, got every sport, all the fun stuff and things. So check it out over there. And more importantly, have a great weekend. And check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD and Drinking. Good luck, everybody. See you. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good.